If you're dreaming of starting an online business, but are feeling overwhelmed because you don't know the right steps to take to turn your expertise into a profitable business, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to How to Start a Business, where we talk all things about business, sales, and marketing. I'm Jan Ditchfield, an award-winning business strategist, online business growth coach, and your host. And I'm here to share actionable step-by-step guidance on how to build, market, and launch a sustainable business. Each episode will give you proven business startup tips and marketing strategies to grow your sales and your impact. If you've been looking for the knowledge, tools, and confidence to achieve your dream of running a successful business that makes a massive impact in the world around you while giving you the freedom to do what makes you happy in life, then hit that subscribe button and get ready to dive into your first lesson at business school. Let's talk about creating your marketing plan. The truth is many first-time entrepreneurs feel really overwhelmed when it comes time to think about how they're going to market their business on social media because they don't know what to say or what are the right platforms to use. So we want to focus on establishing a strategy that can be used for your social media so you can take some pressure off of yourself to always have to come up with something on the spot. But before we begin anything, we want to make sure you're using the right platform to market on so you can reach your ideal people right from the start. And most of us use platforms that we feel comfortable with instead of using ones that we know our ideal people are using. And you want to be customer centric in everything you're doing moving forward in your business. Well, heck, from the beginning of starting to plan your business, think about your ideal customer in every decision you're making. On this episode, I'm really just going to focus on Facebook and Instagram as the main platforms to consider. But there are so many others that you could look at. And what I'm going to talk about moving forward can be altered to fit those as well. So let's look at Facebook first. As much as people think Facebook is dead, it's still the number one platform for collecting leads. But it is most commonly used by Gen Xers and baby boomers. So if this is your target market, this is the platform you should really be focused on. And you want to be setting up a Facebook fan page, which is a business page that allows you to track your metrics and to be able to post ads on behalf of your business. You definitely don't want to be trying to do business from a personal Facebook account. So make sure if you're going to be using Facebook, you set yourself up with a fan page or business page, as it's called. If you're targeting Gen Z or millennials, you want to make sure your primary focus is going to be Instagram. It is worth noting, though, that Gen Xers also use this platform in really large numbers. As a Gen Xer, this is where I hang out a lot more than Facebook for business. I'll still open Facebook first for personal things. So if your audience is going to be on Instagram, then you want to be opening up a business account or a creator account. They both have similar features and allow you to be able to get detailed insights to your audience demographics. They'll tell you some of the best times to post and other metrics. It's going to let you add call to action buttons to your profile. You can also run ads using either of these accounts. And you can actually be able to label what your business is all about underneath your name. The primary difference between these two accounts changes a lot, but generally creators get access to early things before businesses will. So if you are someone who's kind of thinking about running a lot of content on your Instagram account, you might want to think about starting with a creator account, which is what I use. So once you've set up what the right platform is for you to use, next you want to think about what you're going to talk about on it. And a really simple way to get started if you're kind of overwhelmed by the idea of having to post on social media on a regular basis is by establishing a social media planning calendar. And in that calendar, you want to include things like establishing how often you're going to be posting and when. 
And consistency is the key to using social media to your advantage. And by that, I don't mean you have to post every single day. I just mean you need to be consistent when you're going to show up. So your audience knows when you're going to be there. It's going to make things so much easier for your planning. And it gives you the ability to post at the same time or day based on when your audience is most likely going to be online. So for example, if you're targeting mothers with young children, you want to think about posting during nap times or after bedtime to ensure you're going to get the highest amount of engagement because that's when people are most likely to be looking at their phones. Once you've figured out the how and the when, you need to start thinking about what you're going to say. And again, an easy way to get started is to select five to 10 topics that you want to post about on a regular basis and that you want your brand to be known for. One of the topics should be about showcasing what you sell, but it shouldn't be the only thing you talk about on social media. The worst accounts to follow are the ones that just pitch all the time. And especially if you're a product-based business, don't just post pictures of what it is that you sell, like your actual products. People want to see faces too. The biggest thing to remember still, people buy from people. So you want to focus on building a relationship with your audience and also establishing your credibility. So your topic list could include things like behind the scenes where you pull back the curtains to to share things about your business. You could also share tips and education-based content that's going to help your audience grow and learn more about how to solve their problem. You can talk about yourself as well and allow your audience to get to know who you are and give them some personal insight into your professional brand, but also the personal brand too. Quotes and insights still work really well, especially on Instagram. Everybody loves a pick-me-up post. You could focus on community partnerships or talk about features. So if you work in tandem with another local business, you could do a shout out to them or you could do a joint live. You could do a collaboration on a reel. It's excellent ways to bring awareness to other small business owners or also to your clients. You could also have a topic that just focuses on brand establishment. So this could be something that you want to be known as being part of your brand. So when people see it, they think of you. So you could feature your dog, coffee, wine, your love of shoes, your children. It really is completely up to you. Beyond just using social media, you also want to be thinking about picking a platform for long-form content where you can establish your authority in your niche. You can think about a podcast or a blog or a video platform like YouTube, but whatever you choose, you want to make sure that you're using it consistently again, and you're establishing a regular schedule so people know when you're going to show up. On my primary podcast, No BS Business School, I release episodes every Tuesday and every Friday of the week. So people know that's the day that I am going to be there and I can become part of the regular day and the routine. It's a great way to build your business. You can run a blog off your website and showcase your expertise with weekly posts on things that are relevant to your ideal customer and your business. And then you can repurpose that same content into your social media throughout the week. The same thing goes for using a podcast or for using YouTube. And whatever you choose... I can't say this enough, you need to be consistent with it if you want to see results. Because if you stop showing up in front of your ideal customer, they will go look somewhere else for the help that they need. Don't also skip over using Facebook or Instagram Lives as part of your marketing plan. And I'm going to be covering this in an upcoming episode and doing a big deep dive in how to use live video to build your brand and your authority. So if you're freaking out about the idea of doing lives, don't worry, I've got you covered. 
And the final thing you really want to be thinking about when you're putting your marketing plan together is creating your email list. And your email list means more when it comes to driving sales for your business than your social media ever will. And that's because your social media is rented space, whereas you own your email list. You don't have full control over who sees your posts or how the algorithm is going to work on social media, but you can always have control how you show up in someone's inbox. That email list becomes your lead list for your business. So you really should focus on using your social media to drive people to sign up to your email list. And that's by using a lead magnet, which I'm also going to be covering in a future episode. And if you join me inside of Online Business Blueprint, I'm going to walk you step by step through all of the tech setup on how to do this, because I know it can seem really overwhelming, but it doesn't need to be. You can have it over to janditchell.co forward slash blueprint to learn more. Your marketing plan will always be an evolving process. And as you grow, you'll find new ways to speak about what you do and how to add value to the lives of the people you serve. But above anything else, when it comes to marketing, be authentic in everything you do. And you'll quickly find that your audience becomes customers. I'll talk to you soon.